This is The Boys Podcast on TV Podcast Industries, and we're talking about The Boys Presents Diabolical, Season 1, Episode 4, Laser Babies Day Out. Welcome back, fellow boys and girls. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> yes, it is episode four of Diabolical on TV Podcast Industries, the boys podcast. It is Laser Babies Day Out. Mm-hmm. I am one of your hosts, John. I'm one of your other hosts, Derek. I think our theme tune is probably longer uh, than our podcast this time. <laughs> <These> episodes, <laughs> our little short episodes talking about the animated spin-off of the boys series. Yes, uh, this is um, probably my favourite. Um, I absolutely loved the the referencing and the inspiration of the classic American animated shorts. Yeah. All music, just reactions, no no, no talking yeah. um, from the characters, and of course, uh, instead of Looney Tunes, it is Vault Tunes. Um, of course, you know, so really, really good. Yeah, it really felt like something something from Looney Tunes, something from like the Animaniacs. You could tell. Yeah, uh, exactly. It, it really felt Animaniacs yeah. um, for sure. Yeah, it really did. It really did. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, you can subscribe to us over on any uh, drunk or sober podcast catcher. Uh, over, just look for TV Podcast Industries, or you can go to our website at tvpodcastindustries.com. Uh, just to mention. You can join us over in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash TV podcast industries. We have covered every episode of The Boys on our on our main feed. Uh, and you can also find that on one feed, which is The Boys uh, TV podcast. You can find that there. Um, we also covered Invincible uh, over on that feed as well. So lots and lots of great stuff if you, uh, you want to get your fix for more boys outside of the animated shows. Yes, definitely. Derek, with that, what are some of the details for Laser Babies Day Out? Well, this episode was written by the producers of The Boys and Invincible, Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. So uh, putting in, I guess, why they love the show and why they love how far they can push uh, yes. the things in the universe of The Boys, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it does feel uh, similar to Invincible as well. That was also quite adult and had uh, what felt like a Saturday morning cartoon, uh, but also very violent. So Definitely. Uh, yeah. and And also referencing even just like the cartoons did, the the black and white um, silent features, whether it is Buster Keaton or mm-hmm. Laurel and Hardy, there's some really good references, certainly in the skyscraper part of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it was really, really good, yeah. It really was yeah, yeah, really enjoyable. Uh, this episode was directed by Crystal Chesney Thompson and her partner, Derek Thompson. Uh, both of them worked on The Simpsons, Futurama, and the new series from Matt Groening, Disenchanted as well. So uh, quite a strong caliber there. Like The longest running animated show of all time, effectively. And they've worked on uh, all those shows as well. So uh, great to see them break out over here into uh, this kind of style of animation as well. Yeah. John, do you want to give us your one-ish line synopsis for this episode? Sure. Silently, a soup baby girl, with the help of her caring assessor, Simon, at Vought, discovers her powers. Laser beams from her eyes, and man, can she cause carnage. <laughs> yes, she can. Uh, it's a really interesting setup, isn't it? It's, just, it's a, quite a lovely story. It's Simon yeah. who's been trying to 
get this this little soup baby girl to pass her test. She's been on the test for 20 days. This is the 20th and final day of the tests, but yeah. she can't control her powers. It seems like she can only shoot lasers out of her eyes when she sneezes, coughs <laughs> or farts uh, in hilarious <laughs> ways throughout this episode. Which is really funny because, yes, mm-hmm. as you say, all the carnage that comes until the moment that her and Simon are reunited uh, at the end when she finally gets control of her powers mm-hmm. she's able to do it and um, all the use of her powers up till then is just that great comic timing of the sneeze the cough or the fart coming at yeah. the right time at the right place <laughs> in order to save herself from vort uh, looking to um take her back because around all of this is because she has failed Mm -hmm. the tests after 20 days she is up for termination yeah not adoption and so simon wanting to have children of his own has built a bond with laser baby Mm -hmm. and tries to get her out of the building and at each step there are snipers and security guards full SWAT teams from Vought after her. Yep. And each time it might be uh, a feather comes down <laughs> yeah. and uh, she sneezes, taking out an entire SWAT team of, of Vought mm-hmm. uh, security guys. And it was just really, really lovely. And, and again, that point where she is comfortable at the end where she is wrapped up in the lab coat of Simon uh-huh. like uh, like a cradle around his body and she's she's she feels safe and comfortable then she has full control of her powers yeah. and man uh, do they get themselves out of a sticky situation with huge carnage and Absolutely. of uh, you know the building the skyscraper that they're on is surrounded by hundreds of vault and um, security guards with guns and flamethrowers you name it yeah and uh yes it's laser beams from the eyes and um, in the same way as with homelander well, absolutely, but also a reference to the first uh, season of The Boys. Uh, the probably yes. the, one of the funniest moments from the first season, where they where they find a, a laser eyed baby uh, in in hospital, yes. and uh, and Billy Butcher uses it to get out of a sticky situation himself. So uh, really good. But I love the build up to this as well. You know, you mentioned it a little bit, but the the build up from a security guard that doesn't want to let Simon and the baby out of uh, out of the building, uh, building up to this SWAT team that are taken out. And then it's built up right to the end to this massive army surrounding the entire building that, uh, that laser baby has gotten on top of her kind of, guiding light throughout the episode is basically the red ball she's trying yes. every time she sees something that looks like the ball or, or is big and red she follows it so the balloon carries her through a zoo uh, on her way to, <laughs> to trying to catch up with it she meets up with a gorilla in, yeah. in the gorilla pen the gorilla takes out uh, one of the one of the army groups as well and then she sneezes and takes off the arms and legs of one of the one of the guys with the flamethrower um flamethrower then falls down and he sets himself on fire like the brutality that's in here with this kid and right at the end when she does have control of the powers you say that she she has control simon is directing her and who she who is she's supposed to be pointing and aiming at and killing like we saw what happened to homelander 
in his young life and how it changed him and turned him into the person who would be what's laser baby gonna turn into <laughs> after this? probably well adjusted if simon is as caring as he seems to be maybe maybe but you know again maybe she might regress by being told to kill uh 20 or 30 people <laughs> well that's it <laughs> but, her and you're right it, it's that it's the red ball but the there's some great moments, you know, Simon's trying to, after they've escaped from the Vought adoption agency, Simon's trying to go after, a, mm-hmm. there's a skateboard moment where she slips away from him, there's the balloon taking her off yeah. as well, uh, all real classic uh, animation tropes i guess in a way from the the old american classic american animated shorts yeah and and even then on top of the skyscraper there's a big red uh ball it's a bit like the um the from the simpsons with the the donut holding man yes, yep. uh, she's atop one skyscraper trying to get to the other mm-hmm. and you have the iron girder being craned across and it, it lines up for her perfectly to get across yeah. while simon has to take this leap of faith to get across her and i love that they do the 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 kind of the flash before he does that of him and Laser Baby. Mm-hmm. That gives him That's the inspiration lovely, yeah. to jump. So it's, it's really, really nice. Very but nice. all these lovely moments mm-hmm. where she just keeps eluding uh, uh, Simon as he's trying to sort of take her back uh, yeah. and uh, take her to safety uh, was was really, really cool. Uh, there's one moment where he's on a horse, Simon, where uh, in the zoo and... They they fall into the alligator pit and manage to escape that, but jump immediately into a tank filled with piranhas, where the horse keeps going, even though it's ultimately (laughs) has been um, stripped of all its flesh. Luckily, Simon escapes unharmed but it does uh, feel yeah. a classic cartoon it really but, does but he does find a piranha has attached itself to him but he uses it to take out the, the sniper. sniper yeah um and again quite brutally off screen but we see the sniper's nose is ripped off first and then we hear him screaming as simon gets away to go back after laser baby as well so uh pretty uh pretty brutal again as this cartoon has shown there's uh nothing really off limits right there certainly <laughs> isn't but it is that the music, the intonation mm-hmm. of the music, the slight giggles or or the farts or the sneezes. The fart which just... takes out the helicopter again, another great yeah. moment. Uh, really, really fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, you know, it's it's all that ambient sound uh, really delivers for me a, a, a great fun episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one blink and you miss it moment that I want to mention. Um, as Laser Baby's crossing the road, did you notice that... Uh, both Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen are drawn into the episode driving one of the cars. Ah, great stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice, little, nice little touch in there. And, of course, the end of the episode. It's like That's All, folks, but ends with the That's All Boys moment as, uh, yes. as the centre of one of the uh, one of the army guys is taken out by Laser Baby and we get that circular kind of ending and That's All Boys. Uh, a good little uh, nod again. These guys know their references really, really <laughs> Lots well. of blood, guts. Mm-hmm decapitations e- even the the martian mind mm. uh soup uh who can float uh, and levitate things there's the big showdown with him because he's the one trying to terminate mm-hmm. um uh, the laser baby uh 
ultimately <laughs> gets sliced with his brain and it, the noise is coming from him as he falls to the ground and loses all his abilities and then dies and is tries to really put good. his brain back into his head <laughs> yeah. before dying as well yeah uh, re- really funny really funny episode uh, what do you think overall of the episode then john do you have a score for us I certainly do. Um, this was five terror hits the targets uh, out of five. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed this this episode. Um, really, just everything. You know, the spirit of the boys mm. with the violence and the craziness, but with that classic uh, American animated short feel with the yep. music, the drawing, uh, the ambient noises, um, and... It was. It was a silent comedy. It was really good. Absolutely. I suppose it kind of answers that question. They always talk about, you know, if Tom and Jerry were in real life, you know, it'd be like Itchy and Scratchy. But this is taken to an even further extreme. Now, if there were real people involved, this is how brutal the boys' universe would be if in animation. Definitely. (laughs) I I wonder if uh, Crystal Chesley Thompson and Derek Thompson did the Itchy and Scratchy moments. You know, that may have. Because, again, it's very similar to that. So, yeah, really enjoyed um, this episode. Excellent. Excellent. That's it for the fourth episode of The Boys Diabolical. We'll be back tomorrow with our coverage of the fifth episode of The Boys Presents Diabolical. Yes, we are also covering Star Trek Picard Season 2 on our main feed on TV Podcast Industries as mm-hmm. well. So please, uh, if you are if you want something slightly more genteel, I guess, or <laughs> certainly with less blood, yeah. then please tune into our uh, Picard podcast uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as always, fellow boys and girls, it has been fantastically diabolical speaking with you absolutely uh, and can't wait to speak with you again for episode five yeah looking forward to episode five what have they got in store for us next john who knows (laughs) bye bye